This is Bigger Pockets Daily, the audioized version of the world's number one real estate investing blog. Hope you're having a relaxed Sunday. I'm your host, Tyler, and I read these articles so you can keep learning while you go about your busy life. Oh, and you'll find endless content on biggerpockets.com. Create an account today. It's free. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app landlord. That's rent.app landlord. Don't ignore these 11 bad real estate agent red flags by David Green. So, you're thinking of hiring an agent to assist your investments. It's a great idea, in theory, unless you choose a bad real estate agent. Ideally, working with an agent should be an efficient way to find deals and get quickly under contract. When things go smoothly, you can direct more of your time and energy to other aspects of your business. The trouble is, not all real estate agents will help your business. Some might even hurt it. And because few agents know how to work with investors, you're not their traditional customer. All traditional home buyers and sellers need is a quality agent. However, if you want an agent to help you with acquisitions, then you need more than that. You need an investor-focused real estate agent, which some very good homeowner-focused agents simply aren't a good fit for. It's a round-peg-square-hole sort of deal. You must be extra alert for red flags because choosing the wrong agent wastes time and money. It's also super frustrating. Luckily, bad agent red flags are easy to spot. Be on the lookout for these 11 characteristics of a bad agent and save yourself some pain. Signs of a bad real estate agent. Protect yourself, your time, and your money. Don't work with a bad real estate agent. Beware of these 11 red flags. They'll help you quickly identify agents to avoid. Number one, doesn't ask about your goals or plans. 
Anyone can do paperwork and gather signatures. A good agent ensures they're a good fit for a potential buyer's investing strategies and knows how to help you accomplish your goals. This isn't about poor communication. Bad agents are just looking for anyone with a pulse. If your agent isn't asking questions about what you're looking to accomplish, don't bother looking any deeper. Number two, isn't concerned with a lifelong relationship. A great real estate agent knows businesses are built on lifelong referrals. Working as a buyer's agent leads to working as a seller's agent, doubly so if you're an investor. If the agent you're speaking with doesn't seem interested in informing any kind of lasting alliance, they're probably seeing you as nothing more than a possible paycheck. Your agent shouldn't be proposing marriage, <laughs> but if they aren't trying to get a feel for your personality and character, don't invest any more time. Number three, doesn't do much business. Yes, this matters. The best agents get the most referrals in business. Don't feel sorry for an agent who isn't producing and give them your business. It doesn't help. It's just stupid. Frankly, many licensed agents should not be working, especially not with investors. Giving someone business out of pity prevents them from realizing, finally, that they're in the wrong industry. Don't let pity make your decision. Number four, doesn't speak the language of real estate. If your agent doesn't understand how loans, escrows, or offers work, they clearly don't care much about their profession. Even the stupidest person can close a deal. Trust me. But can they close a deal and make sure it's the best deal? Not so much. If your agent hasn't been learning along the way, it means they are apathetic. Avoid them. Number five, offers the cheapest commission. Sorry, guys. This one is sad but true. If your agent's biggest value is their cheap commission, that's a problem. Choosing a buyer's agent because they refund their commission is like consciously choosing to shop at the flea market to save money. It's fine to do, but know what you're agreeing to. The things you buy might not work right. And with an agent, you're probably not getting the best deal. This goes for agents who want to sell their property as well. If an agent can't negotiate their own commission, why on earth would you trust them to negotiate your money, which they'll care about even less? Number six, asks what you want to do, but never offers suggestions. You hire your agent because they're more experienced than you are. If your agent is constantly asking for your advice, that's not a good sign. Seeking your feedback for affirmation is fine. But if your agent is letting you make all the decisions, that's a red flag. Furthermore, you want an agent who does more than just goes through the motions. You want an agent who hustles. Do they hire a professional photographer or shoot the listing themselves? Do they have connections with stagers? If they have a listing and it isn't selling, you should hear more than, we should lower the price. What kind of niche marketing ideas could you employ? What minor upgrades could you do to make the property more sellable? Do you need to hold another open house? No suggestions? Run away, because they don't know what they're doing. Number seven, bad mouths other agents. Pay attention to this flaming red flag. If the only thing of value that your agent can provide is gossip or negative information about their competition, it shows they're insecure and unlikely to be very good. If the agent says too many negative things about other agents, avoid them. Number eight, lies or just manipulates the truth. 
This may go without saying, but you absolutely don't want to deal with an unethical or dishonest real estate agent. If you catch them lying, walk away before signing a lease, or if you already have, get out, if possible, or never use them again. If the agent recommends lying about disclosures you should make, advertises false claims, or exhibits any other kind of dishonest or unethical behavior, this is not someone you want to be doing business with. Number nine, acts unprofessional. An unprofessional agent can cost you deals by turning off potential sellers or simply cost you time and energy. Unprofessional behavior could include rude emails, vulgar jokes or profanity, or showing up late. Professional agents always give a prompt response to any emails, texts, or calls. If they don't get back to you quickly and don't get done what needs to be done, there's no reason to work with them. Number 10. Won't cooperate. It is important to take your agent's counsel, but you're a real estate professional too. If an agent is stubborn or believes that they know best about everything, there's no reason to bother. You will be constantly butting heads, and the trouble will be far more than it's worth. And number 11. Can't figure out what your property is worth. Determining what a property is worth is one of the most critical pieces of the real estate puzzle. The wrong real estate agent simply draws a two-mile radius around the subject property and takes the average dollar per square foot. This is a poor way to run comps and determine value. It can potentially undervalue the house, leaving money on the table, or overvalue it, leading to longer days on market. A good agent should run a proper comparable market analysis, assessing precisely which homes best mimic the property you're buying and selling. Only then can you get a reasonable list price. Should your agent be investor-friendly? Investors aren't looking for the same things a first-time home buyer might be. Generally, you'll want to look for agents that are investor-friendly. How can you tell? Well, first, do they have any investment deals? Do your investment friends and acquaintances recommend them? Here are three signs an agent isn't investor-friendly. One, lacks an investor mindset. A good investor agent thinks past what a homeowner wants to understand what an investor needs. For example, a skylight may make a great selling point for a homeowner, but they are notorious for leaking. Many buy-and-hold investors avoid them altogether. Swimming pools are also often great for homeowners, but far more trouble than they are worth for investors. Some homeowner-focused agents struggle visualizing what a home in terrible shape could become after rehab. But as an investor, you need an agent who knows what the end user, whether that be a future tenant or home buyer post-flip, wants. They should also understand what is cost-effective for rehab and maintenance, as well as what is most beneficial to the bottom line. In sum, you need an agent who thinks in terms of cost, benefit, and profit loss. Number two, doesn't understand construction. It isn't essential for an agent to intimately understand construction costs. It is a huge benefit. An agent should, at a minimum, have a decent understanding of what is necessary to rehab a property. Real estate investors generally deal with properties in need of work. Homeowner-focused agents look predominantly at turnkey or minor fixer-upper properties. 
For fix and flippers, it's a huge benefit to have someone on your side who knows what they're talking about. Agents unfamiliar with rehabs may feel overwhelmed or even try to talk you out of buying, regardless of the numbers. And number three, talks you into deals. This is an important red flag for all real estate agents, but investors should pay particular attention. Typical home buyers may not know a good deal when they see one, so there are times when an agent should try to convince them to at least strongly consider a property. Investors want an agent who understands that no one deal will make or break their bank account. They simply give advice without attempting to persuade. Preferably, you also want an agent actively willing to talk you out of a deal if they don't believe it makes sense. That indicates that an agent is both a quality agent and a quality investor-minded agent. A good real estate agent on your investing team is in your best interests. Don't simply write off all agents because it's trendy. That being said, if you decide to go the agent route, make sure you seek out a quality agent with an investor-minded focus. Hopefully you got something out of today's show. Before I leave you, here's a quick tip. Finding an investor-friendly real estate agent can accelerate your path to purchasing your first or next investment property. How do you do that? By visiting biggerpockets.com slash findanagent. That's biggerpockets.com slash findanagent to find a top-rated agent in your backyard. Have a great day and hope to see you right back here tomorrow.